Hello, everybody, and welcome to G-Wiz, your family-friendly podcast where we discuss D&D Onslaught, Dice Masters, Heroclix, and the other entertaining games made by WizKids. I'm WizDad, and I'm those models your local weather forecasters use to determine how much snow you'll get. Sometimes I underestimate things, but most of the time I overestimate things. I will be your guide for navigating the competitive and casual scenes of the WizKids Triforce of Gaming. It's Mashup Monday. Today will be a quick episode as we cover the significant changes out on the WizKids solicits we'll cover that in the progress report and then i'll talk briefly about what teams i'm working on in onslaught and what 300 point modern and 400 point silver age teams i'm building for hero clicks without further ado let's head into the WizKids progress report kowalski progress report all right so i hope everyone out there is staying nice and warm on this very cold for most of the united states cold uh, mashup monday uh so as i mentioned before we've got some pretty significant changes when it comes to uh, the solicits. First off, in January, uh, Kong is just gone. He is no longer listed on the solicits of for January. Uh, if I look into Iconics for just the whole year, uh, Kong is um, just gone? No, Kong is listed now for March 6th we have a set date now colossal kong is set for march 6th so it has been pushed to march uh which feels like it's going to be a pretty significant month uh we do have also february 7th for harley quinn roses uh roses for red that's the uh, february iconics but also sherlock Holmes is a week later february 14th so we do have our next three iconics set release dates that's a big thing when you go look at these when you go look at any releases on the solicits it will easily say like a month and that's like a ballpark you don't know if it's truly coming then until it has an actual date okay when it has like january like for example cry for blood monthly op kit had the set date of january 10th so we knew that it actually it actually is releasing um, those are the only three things with, besides a Cry for Blood, those three Iconics are the only ones we know have a set date now. That means someone has identified that they have the product or something, that's my assumption, that they have the product, and now they feel comfortable putting a set date. As far as January goes, though, that is kind of it. We have, obviously, I've mentioned before, the Pathfinder minis, the Icons of the Rounds, Phandelver, and Below, the Shattered Obelisk, Journeys to the Radiant Citadel, Critical Role, the Darrington Brigade box set has a date on there, and actually everything for January has a set date now. But let's talk about Hero Clicks for a second. Major, major change. February now only has DC Hero Gotham Villains Monthly OP kit that's listed for February, but no set date, and the two iconics that I mentioned. Next phase is no longer listed for February. That means next phase is now moved to March. March, there's no way this is going to be how it ends up. But as of right now, March currently lists Marvel Studios' next phase, the Pizza Party with She-Hulk, the Retail Chase Boosters, the Pizza Party with Hawkeye, the Iconics Peacemaker on the Wings of Eagly. I assume that'll get moved as well. Uh, the next phase Play at Home kits. But it also lists Deadpool Weapon X, 
which was the original date for that. I assume Deadpool will be pushed and will be pushed to hopefully April, maybe even May. This would explain why we haven't gotten any videos yet, like no uh, Porter previews or anything like that for a set that was supposed to come out in February. It's now coming out in March. We've seen this before. It's not incredibly shocking. Is it disappointing? Sure. Uh, we're going kind of long since our last set. Remember, our last set was back in October with Wheels of Vengeance. So we're getting a sizable break now until then. And that also puts in the question whether next phase will be legal for Adepticon. If it isn't, which is now a strong possibility, uh, because Adepticon, remember, is closer to the end of March. I believe it's like in the 20s, 24th or something of March. If that's the case, then what we have now is what we're going to have for Modern. So hopefully we get some more concrete information uh, to know about the viability or the legality of Next Phase. And once again, there's no way there was, they released two sets in the same month. Currently, there's no DC set. Like, we have the DC Time Traveler set that we were uh, teased about. But that isn't out on solicits yet. So easily that could be moved like that could land in a more july time frame and then they have deadpool weapon x set for like a may april even maybe june time so they could they have the flexibility to spread things out a little bit uh i would not stick by deadpool coming out in march i just wouldn't but it does look like they've shored up their january solicits which also means that we don't have onslaught uh still uh, we don't have the cell swords like uh, the cell swords expansion and there's no onslaught listed at all on the solicits and i i know that is most likely a a um a, a mess up a little bit uh not really intentional uh they just probably aren't used to putting them out there but we'll see we'll see i mean they still have star trek attack wing in, in march so i don't know if march is just supposed to be a big month for some reason but uh, we will see. It's a little disappointing. Uh, definitely means no, nothing for the uh, Champion Eclipse event as far as pre-release goes. Uh, means we probably aren't looking at pre-releases until mid-February, end of February. Which we're in the middle of January now. So that's not crazy, right? That's not insane. Outside of that, we did also get an announcement today from The Rock. As I mentioned last week... Uh, we have um, Silver Age has been updated to at least show the new ban list to show that it's now 400 points. Well, now uh, uh, they announced today. I'll read a little bit about it. Uh, today, this is Brown's Open Championship or The Rock. Today, we would like to share the first of several announcements that will occur over the next two weeks. First up, to let you know that the Rock Cup will be attended by Scott Porter, and we will once again be raising money for the Huntington's Disease Foundation of America in its fight to cure the disease and help those affected by the disease. So the Rock Cup slash Hero Clicks for Huntington's event is still happening at the Rock uh, in May. Uh, they list here that it is going to be now four days. They're adding additional day. So that, that means the couple be from um thursday through sunday but there will be a what the welcome event will be wednesday night as opposed to thursday night so thursday is now a full day of events as opposed to just kind of an evening event 
Um, the Rock Cup Silver Age Championship is May 1st through May 5th. So once again, as stated by Howard Brock multiple times, it is always going to be the beginning of May. Um, it's just that one didn't work out because of Mother's Day. And then finally, what we learned is, uh, well, I mean, this isn't a surprise, but the 2024 Silver Age World Championship will be once again at the Rock Cup. So uh, that's really going to wrap it up for the progress report. Let's talk a little bit about it in the fishing segment. I'm going to go over what I'm working on, and that'll kind of cascade into what the future episodes are going to be. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in the Fishing with Wisdag segment. Get your gear, little man. We're going fishing. And I mean now. So let's kick things off with Dice Masters. Now, I had originally planned on playing in the BWX F7, BWX Fest 7, I should say, uh, which is this Saturday, January 20th. It is online. It starts at 1730 GMT. First run starts at 1800 GMT. Um, I had originally planned on playing in it, but unfortunately my schedule kind of got away from me for Saturday, so I'm not able to participate, which stinks. I really wanted to, but um, I will cover the results as best as I can from it. Um, if you are interested in playing it, remember it's all online. Uh, the pricing has been updated uh, by uh, Collector Rob, who has reached out to me, and I think he's going to be on an episode uh Maybe after, uh, unfortunately, after BWX Fest, but we'll talk a little bit about Dice Masters and kind of go over some more of the must-have lists because there are a couple sets I haven't covered yet. So Collector Rob will be on once I can work out our schedules. Uh, but for a prizing update for this Saturday, if you're on the fence about joining, uh, there is a effectively a new pl uh, playmat, XL Dice Masters playmat that is going to be the first place prize i believe um it's based off of how many people have entered and so now there's a couple of play mats a promo bundle some custom design cards by stew.art the pulse tbp i don't know what that means unfortunate oh 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 i see uh, there's a, a few of them uh, they're different cards uh it's it looks like a great event um i'm sorry once again i can't join i i hate it i really wanted to participate uh but unfortunately, I just I don't have the time this this weekend. Uh, stuff with my kids going on. But it, once again, it is January twentieth. Definitely check it out. The Discord for Dice Masters online. Sign up for it. It looks like it's going to be a fun event. Definitely, definitely check it out. Next, let's talk a little bit about Onslaught. So I am once again not playing well I, I might try to play in the onslaught tournament uh scheduling wise because it's the same time as hero clicks i won't be able to but for the sake of all you aspiring onslaught players i am going to pretend that i'm playing or at least act like i'm playing uh building towards and practicing as if i'm playing so that way we can do it together um, i'm hoping to do maybe some live streams or some videos down the road uh, at which point we will talk about, um, you know, different teams, different formats, uh, formats as in like tournament scenarios. But right now, if I, if you were to say, hey, Wizdad, what are you playing at Adepticon? Like what team 
would you play? The problem is, is I am torn between trying to go all in cell swords because effectively you could now that we have a conke and the golem uh you could but um yeah i haven't tested i think that's going to be my first step is to test is that good enough because you could play a conke and some and the construct the golem construct ancient construct i should say you know, Akanke does have the Construct Companion, Constructed Companion. If you include Akanke in your party, you can also include Ancient Construct, ignoring the one cell sword per party restriction. So effectively, you can, and the Construct takes up two spots. So effectively, your team, Akanke and the Construct could be part of your team, and then you add two more. I, I guess it's a party of five, right, typically? So you could do that. Um... I really need to sit down and test that out. And I think maybe that's what I'll cover a little bit more on Wednesday and talk about the, the benefits of the construct. Seeing how it... Because that, honestly, in my opinion, is the greatest unknown currently in, in Onslaught. Um, if, for example, we don't get the Cell Swords expansion in time, is the construct good enough to be added to these other teams? To have on your force... And to take a the role of two characters. And if so, what characters are you removing and playing? I think uh, it would be useful to... Because it, keep in mind, the Construct is a sellsword. So it should... I believe you could play it as part of... On, on any team by itself, unless I'm incorrect. Uh, let's see... Cell sword. Sorry, I'm I'm looking now to see. Um. Construct. Uh, this is great. Great listening, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I'll dig a little bit more into that to see if you even can. Because if it's taking up two slots, I think that limitation uh, limit limitation is that you can only have one cell sword, but not that it can't take up two slots. So. As of right now, I think you can. Um, I haven't looked at it in a while, so that's why I'm kind of blanking a little bit. But I really want to see if the Construct and a Conque can hang tough. Because it, let me look here. So one, two, three, four, five, and then you have the Construct. So that is technically six characters. The construct can switch. I might see how it is currently with cell swords, with the construct and a conque, and see if they're strong enough to hold their own. Because to put it frankly, Drom I think is great. I think Kithra's okay. She's good, like pseudo range damage. Like she, she ranged two to three, but obviously she gets outplayed by Gravel Shanks and and other ranged characters, right? But can those three with Hengaku, which I love, I love Hengaku, and then I like Molly. I, I mean, Molly has, I've warmed up to Molly. I didn't like her at first, but playing in scenarios now that have, and dealing with all these conditions, her ability to remove conditions is pretty, pretty uh, potent. 
Like, it, it's very nice being able to do that. So I think really I need to... I, my plan is to play around with the construct a little bit more, see if it is strong enough to tackle on its own. Um, Akanke, let's talk about Akanke a little bit. So Akanke does have two to five range, kind of has a splash for one damage. Um, it is a healer, you know, one target one friendly at range zero to one, heal four. This can affect constructs. Um, it is a charge-based system, though, um, and there's no way that a Konke gets more charges except for leveling up, getting additional flasks, essentially. So a Konke could do that effectively twice, which that's good, right? I'm looking to see if a Konke could do it twice. Uh, and then Elixir of Boldness, one friendly at range 0 to 1 to gain Boldness, which gives them plus, uh, basically a 1 move plus one movement and plus two to hit with all attacks okay um yeah it, it would give it gives cell swords a solid heal option and i don't mind that i don't mind that uh because molly isn't really a healer she does other things and then looking at the construct i mean the highest range the construct has, I see a 2 to 4 from the wizard, or the mage, I should say, version. Um, there's a cone of 4 for refraction. Uh, Arbalist No has 2 to 3. 2 to 5 on barrage from the ranger version of the construct. 2 to 5 would be better. That 5 is kind of what I'm looking for. But that's a once-per-game effect, whereas Orb Blast is a 2 through 4. So maybe the Mage is a better option um, for a cooldown. And then looking at... Let me look at the main dial of the Construct real quick. Um, 2 to 4 in general, so... Yeah, the construct probably is going to be necessary. It's just how difficult is the construct to take down. So that's the thing I'm hoping to play around with. Um, once I get a ha my hands on a copy, because my we still haven't run the event at my local store. Um, once I get my hands on a copy, uh, maybe I'll start doing some videos of the construct and how it could fit. Because I think that's the biggest question I have in these months leading up to Adepticon, can the ancient is the ancient construct worth it to try to fit on teams? And is Cell Swords worth it as a faction on their own? Can they hold the hold up against Harpers or the Zentarum or uh, the Red Wizards? Can they hold up to those factions? And can they hold up to those factions when they also have Cell Swords? So there's a lot of questions with that. It's untested. Um, so that's the thing I'm working on for Adepticon. When it comes to um, Hero Clicks, let's talk about Hero Clicks a little bit. So my biggest focus currently with Hero Clicks is the 400 point Silver Age. That's primarily because I have a Rock Regional in Chattanooga that I'm going to on February 18th, I believe. Yes, February 18th. There's a Rock Regional, which is 400 points Silver Age. That is what I'm working on, uh, focused on currently. 
uh, getting the pieces I need. Actually, I need to work on that more today. <laughs> um, because I definitely need some two-gun kids. I, I'm definitely leaning in towards the Avengers element of it. I think they are strong enough even without Sarkarian Iron Man and Scarlet Witch. Um, it's really just nailing down what 50-point or below character I want to bring in with Steve Rogers. I am still thinking it's going to be um, the some of the Masters of Evil just to give some more uh, defense. But Chase Black Widow isn't a bad option. She's generally pretty good. There's a lot of options. We went through it kind of on Friday's episode. I think that's the direction I'm just going to lean in because it's what I know best. And I have a lot of the figures. And Prime Spider-Man is probably in there somewhere um, because he's just too good. So the core would still still effectively be Falcon, Miss Marvels with rings, debating one or two, um, and then uh, Prime Spider-Man. And then I could probably still fit more on there, whether it is... Um, I mean, Chase Black Widow from the Black Widow set, um, because a lot of those pieces I just talked about are modern, so I would need, you know, 200 points that aren't. Uh, so probably Chase Black Widow, um, probably some of the other, uh, let's see, what was I, what were some of the other ones that I had listed? Um, you know, and I guess that's a question, you know, your build has to be, your build has to be 200 points of Silver Age at least, but if I'm swapping, that kind of gets around it because now the swap pieces are Silver Age. So if I swap those to play more modern, I, I didn't think about it from that angle, but I guess it would be. I'll, I'll need to check with that. I assume it's okay, but if I'm playing those Captain Americas to swap, well, those are absolutely Silver Age. But I'm swapping two modern pieces. So, right? So it, it's one of those of, like, my team's going to be effectively mostly modern outside of, you know, uh, Chase Black Widow and probably, you know, that's probably it for now. I mean, I need to look at some other Avengers. There are other Avengers out there that I know are good um it's just uh tricky on whether i want to play like a captain marvel from years old or a uh like any the iron man the title captain america or uh as guardian storm or some of these older pieces um yeah that's interesting I really hadn't thought about whether the swap mechanic gets around that and whether it would give kind of an advantage to swap mechanics in general. Hmm. As far as modern goes, um, honestly, I haven't had a ton of time to think about modern as far as what I'm building. I know Carnage Silver Surfer is the de facto, like, most dangerous, undercosted character out there. You could argue Scott Porter, sure. But if we want to talk a little bit about teams that recently did well, uh, there were the Champion Clicks teams, Champion Clicks trials that happened. Um, Azar Strife, who got first place in Pittsburgh, he was playing Carnage Silver Surfer, Prime Wonder Woman, 
uh, the Ghost Rider, the one that says that you can't, uh, you don't get to take away my powers. Uh, Captain America, the the Pegasus one. Jennifer Kale, Legacy Jennifer Kale. Uh, Scott Porter, obviously white shirt Scott, Scott Porter and Carnage. Uh, that was his team. And then uh, let's see what other ones are there. So there's Carnage Silver Surfer, Scott Porter's uh, Prime Wonder Woman. Don't sleep on her. Don't sleep on that uh, Pegasus Captain America either. Sioux Falls Trial, Calder Ness one with Camo. We've talked about Camo before. Uh, the Hound, because this was an animal themed team. Uh, two of the Pegasus Captain Americas, and then the two Scott Porters. That is a nasty, nasty team now that I look at it. Oof. Nasty team. And then the Wellsboro Champion Clicks. Um, that one was Pulp. So I won't talk about Pulp because I'm not currently building Pulp. Um, so I'll save that that one for another day. Uh, but for th other 300 point modern, um, we do, it, it's really kind of that. So second place at the Pittsburgh one that Azareth won. Todd Russell played 175 point world's finest. Martian Manhunter, uh, the detective one. And Prime Batman. That's an interesting team. I don't know if that one is really... Um, that, that's just interesting. I hadn't thought about that. It's a... It's not a theme team. Is it? It is. It's Detective. Yeah, it's a... Or this says Justice League, but... It's technically a Detective theme team. Huh. Interesting. Well, if I were to play a team today... Um, I probably would still lean on my Nationals team because I didn't lose a lot from that besides Scarlet Witch. But, you know, these Pegasus Captain Americas are definitely interesting. Um, Carnage Silver Surfer, I just don't own one and I don't really want to, you know, devote 200 and something damn, uh, 200 something dollars, 300 dollars I think is what I saw last, on buying one. I think that's a little, uh, a little much. So, I might play around with some of the the Iron Man Hall of Armor. I mentioned that as well because I do think that is very good. It's just what team would it go on? Would I go non-theme or would I go um, Avengers or, you know, uh, what are some of the other ones? Scientist, I guess. Let me look at what which ones they have. Uh, Stark Industries, Iron uh, Armor, Past Scientist... Yeah. Or go non-theme. I mean, non-theme is also very popular right now. So it's an interesting time in modern. Um, you've got to be able to take a hit. I might end up just going with camo. I do like... I actually really like Calder's team. Of the two Pegasus, Captain America's camo. Uh, the Hound, which gives you the Masters of Evil kind of engine to a degree. I really do like that. I do like the camo. Uh, team. I think the camo team is is really nice. I, I do I do like that. I also know we had a Rock Online tournament recently. Um, and where is that? The results from that. I know Dan Powell won. Let me get his team real quick. Do, do, do. 
Well, I don't see his team handy, which is unfortunate. Um. Hmm. Oh, here it is. Um, it's Cosmic, Two Card Silver Surfers, Dark Phoenix, Hope Summers, Mephisto, Prime Batman, Two Scott Porters, and Scott Crampton. Cosmic theme. Can't be too surprised by it. It is uh, you know, Masters of Evil with Two Card Silver Surfers. You got Hope in there, which is nice. Gives you the leadership. Mephisto, of course. And then the Batman is interesting. That gives you the rings for free, effectively, outside of Scott Porter doing it. And then, of course, you got the two Scott Porters. It's crazy because every figure here is 50 points or less. And it's it's that's just a nuts team. Um, it pains me that Carnage Silver Surfer is just so incredibly good. It's just so oppressive. Which is why I'm glad they banned it in Silver Age. But that's kind of what I'm working on now. Um, that's what these next episodes, Wednesday, we'll talk more in depth about Cell Swords. I'll have a little bit more data on the constructs and kind of talk about that a little bit more. Friday, I'll go more into Silver Age and then I'll go to Modern uh, eventually. But I, I will mostly be talking about Silver Age on Friday because I am wanting to um, deep dive it a little bit more uh, into Avengers and, and, and exactly what I'm thinking about playing. But, for now, that's going to do it for this episode of G-Wiz. It was a little bit shorter, but that's kind of what I anticipated. I hope everybody is, have, is going to have a good week. I will see you guys on Wednesday, where we're going to talk some sell swords. See ya.